Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you, all the listeners across North America. And we're coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Thursday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs, their record is already 2-0. and Because tonight they beat the Chargers, who fall to 1-1. and Kansas City wins 27-24 in Arrowhead. Hell of a... Well, let me not say hell of a game. First half of the game sucked, if you ask me. Chargers at one point led 10-0. Then they led 10-7. And then Patrick Mahomes, he's like, I got another touchdown for you. Patrick Mahomes, how about this? He threw a third-quarter touchdown. Here it is, courtesy of the Chiefs Radio Network. Snap to the face mask of Mahomes. Furious rush. Mahomes throws it late. He's got Justin Watson. Catch in the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City burning J.C. Jackson. Justin Watson gets free, and Mahomes finds him for a 41-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdown passes tonight, and they even got a little bit of help from the defense. Rookie Jalen Watson, he was able to intercept a Justin Herbert pass at the goal line, and this pretty much put the Chiefs in front for the first time. 24 to 17. Listen to this. Chargers go without a huddle again. Right side drive intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. Picked off by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh round pick. 20, 15, 10, 5. Jalen Watson cooking hamburgers in Augusta, Georgia. Then he went to Wazoo, and now he gets a 100-yard pick six for a touchdown. Kansas City at 10:29 to go in the game. Hey, Shep, you think you think he has oxygen like a tank next to him when he does the call? I no, no. I think he's young enough he can get away with it. He can bypass that. No oxygen. No. Okay. It's fun to listen to, man. You ain't lying. He is. Speaking of oxygen, Andy Reid, after the after the victory, he said it's a big win. Maybe he needed oxygen. All in all, a uh, great win. For whatever reason, we, we like to keep it real close with these guys, and um, and they're a heck of a football team. So glad we came out on the, the right end of it. 
Yeah, keep it close. Yeah, but Andy Reid, his record is now 16-6 and against the Chargers. The Chiefs have now won 14 of their last 17 meetings. Yeah, it's uh, nice to keep it close, but we know who comes out on top. And so the Chargers, and, and sure, it was early in the game, they, they blew a 10-0 lead. Justin Herbert gets driven into the ground, and, and despite all of this, he still throws three touchdowns. One of those touchdowns after he was driven into the ground, and he had rib x-rays, had x-rays on his ribs, I should say, after the game. And uh, head coach Brandon Staley, he's like, I, I ain't worried about this man. Listen. Okay. Um, it was a tough game, and you're not going to see a quarterback in any level of football play tougher and do more for their team and will their team um, to give them a chance than him. There's nobody that can do what he can do. Nobody. Um, he showed a lot of guts. He showed us what he shows every day, um, that we're never out of the fight, and he brought us back and gave us a chance. I guess Justin Herbert has given him 3% of his contract. That I mean, damn, that's, that's a lot of love, and why not? Justin Herbert could potentially be his meal ticket as a coach. And Justin Herbert really was cracked. Like, this man, they had to call an injury timeout. He was down for a few minutes. He walked off of the field in obvious pain, grimacing. He was only out for one play and went back out there. And then later on, following that series and another one, he threw a touchdown. It just, it wasn't enough. Chiefs were able to get the ball back on an onside kick attempt by the Chargers, and they just ran a clock, and that was all she wrote. Patrick Mahomes, knowing that they only scored seven points in the first half and still walked away with the W, he says, oh, hell yeah. When it comes to the second half, we got the hell on going. Pretty much the first half, we were, try- we were, we were trying to protect the ball out fast and do stuff like that. Um, I just felt in the second half, we just we trusted in our O-line. We, we gave them a few chips, a few uh, receivers, hitting tight ends, kind of doing stuff to help them out. I thought they did a great job of giving me that time, to, enough time to make those throws. But uh, that's, a, that's a great defense. And I thought we battled and found a way to get the win. No, he still sounds like Kermit the Frog. He does. Sorry. That was in your ear. That wasn't over the air when I said that. No, I know that. Okay. I was well aware. Okay. I know that. I'm just saying, he still sounds like Kermit. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ezra, calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing, JR? Good. I saw the game tonight. And I, I feel I feel actually sorry for Justin Herbert because he's such a great quarterback, but he's under Staley. Where you look at Patrick Mahomes under Reed, you can just see like just the difference in coaching, you know, just the difference in game management. Because after that interception that they took away from the Chargers, you know, a, a, a smart coach would have called timeout, got his defense together. You know, just to get – because you can see the Charger players were all discombobulated. They were, like, flustered. They were like, what? That was an interception. And in my opinion, it was an interception. I think Kansas City had a little bit of home cooking. And in that moment, Staley needs to call a timeout, get his troops together, and just to, like, 
bring them back down to, to, to focus, you know. And a play or two later, Patrick Mahomes steps into the pocket and throws a beautiful dart. You know, and it's just like one of those where it's like that's not even the Chargers' fault. That's not even the secondary's fault or the defense, in my opinion, because they are playing Patrick Mahomes. But that's the coach's fault. You know, that, that there was a timeout. And to be honest, we're, 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 we're talking about, you, you know, you're on the goal line or you're, you're in the red zone or within the 10-yard line. Man, you know, you're, I know you want to pull a Pete Carroll and make your quarterback win the game and so he because he's got to earn the spotlight that we've all put on him. But man, sometimes you got to be conventional in those situations and just, you know, run the ball. You know, but well, I say that there's so many times, and and thank you, Ezra, for calling from here in Atlanta. Like, let's let's not always act like someone throwing the ball at the goal line automatically goes the other way. Like, sure, what do we what do we want a, a team to do? Be a battering ram every time they're in a goal line situation? Like, a pass is gonna get thrown. That's just the nature of the game. There's there's less there's less space there for the corners. They can go ahead and jump the route. So yeah, it, it's going to happen. But when it does, we can't just all go. Oh yeah, you gotta run it. You gotta run like they do most of the time. They just so happen to pay for it. And for whatever reason, it's just always the Chargers. They're always good enough. They're always good enough to almost and, and this how many almost can we have with the Chargers? Now they got a quarterback who's he's better than everybody they've had. Robert is calling from Arizona. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh hey JR. Uh first of all, you didn't miss uh one warehouse Menards is the other home improvement store. Where's that and- one at? I think it's only like up in like the like northern states. I think like Midwest. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like the third biggest one. Oh, um, my apologies. But anyway, I wanted to I wanted to ask you if say Herbert's out like six weeks or something. You know, worst case scenario, if you were the Chargers, would you actually trust Chase Daniel or would you call it Phil Rivers? Oh my God, Phil Rivers. Oh man, wow, Phil. Rivers? Philip Rivers? Who's calling that guy? Let me do a quick Google search. Hold on. Been out of the league now for uh, three years. No, it hasn't been three. Yeah, because, well, well uh, no, Eli's three. Phil's two. Yeah, it's two. How many? How many kids... Does not Nick Cannon? Well, no. Like Nick, Jr. Nick in, yeah. In, in in fairness, though, like he he yes. does get he does get hated on a little too much. Philip. Who? Philip Rivers. Yeah. Like he is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the history of the game. No. There's no question about that. Uh, he, no. he, who did he have? He had Antonio Gates, um, and Ladainian Tomlinson, and no defense. And yeah, he never sure. had a great coach. Sorry, Marty Schottenheimer. He was a little past his prime at that point. Sure, sure. And Phil's top seven and com- everything. Sure, but he ain't coming back. He has nine kids. Nine. That's what you were looking up? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, what the hell did you think I was looking up? That may be why you do come back, because he can't make that. I mean, listen, you're raising a family of nine, uh, 11, nine kids. Who knows how many pets? I mean, you can't just Google. do that on what uh, what he's doing right now, which is coaching, right? He's not Google. even coaching at the NFL level. 
Google can't even fit all nine of the kids on one page. That's fair. One kid, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And there's two other kids that are not named here because there's just nine of them. I think Nick Cannon has nine kids now as well. I think uh, Phil Rivers and Nick Cannon, they could be friends. Phil Rivers ain't leaving them kids. He's probably, isn't he coaching some of them or something like that? This is a whole new regime with a new head coach. Why would you want to look at Phil Rivers? Let him stay in, uh, where is he? Not, not Texas. He's from Texas or somewhere else. I don't think he's from Texas. Let that man stay home with his nine kids. Tom Brady has three kids, and he doesn't want to stay home. I mean, I guess there's a chance for everybody. It's tough. Frank is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Yeah. Yes. Let me, uh, first of all, I'm a first-time caller. Let me just say this right quick. Listen, man, I've heard everybody give Justin Herbert his props. Well, guess what? Justin Herbert is not that great a quarterback to me. And the reason why is, in my opinion, is because Justin Herbert hasn't been Super Bowl tested. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. He hasn't won a playoff game. And I heard Bart Scott tonight on the radio, formerly of the Ravens, say that he would put him above Patrick Mahomes. Are you kidding me? Bart Scott, I hope you can hear this. I hope you can hear this, Bart Scott. Are you kidding me? Justin Herbert don't come nowhere near Patrick Mahomes, and that's why Patrick Mahomes with the game that he played tonight, because you, like you said, he lit the scoreboard up against the Cardinals. Still won the game. So if Justin Herbert was so great, why he didn't win tonight? Thank you. Okay, well, well thank you, Frank, for calling from Atlanta. Wow. Justin Herbert has probably outside of Mahomes. And, yeah, this is a different league. Everybody is throwing a rock around. But still, to the degree that Justin Herbert has, the man threw last year 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns. Chargers went 9-8. and eight. His first year, yeah, but yeah he, only, he has only played two seasons. This is his third. His rookie season, 4,300 yards to 31 TDs. He's not that good? In comparison to who? Trevor Lawrence is in a crap situation, but I know that guy is like, whoa, this is what the NFL is? Look at some of the other young quarterbacks. What are they doing? What have they done? There ain't no question marks about Herbert. There were no question marks about this man from the first time he stepped out there onto the field. It's like, okay, wow. Everybody talked about whether or not he was going to be ready, and, uh, yeah, he looks ready to me. Troy, calling from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How we doing, brother? We are doing excellent. Yeah, man, I just wanted to talk about tonight's game a little bit. Uh, I, I had Keenan Allen hurt tonight, but uh... – I was also going against Mike Williams, and who, who would have thought? Who would have thought that three points last week, 28, 26, 27 points this week, 
And I just got to say, it's, I would have thought that because the AFC West is the best division in football right now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos will bounce back after the Seahawks loss. But uh, I just want to know what you think. Who do you think is the best division in football? And what do you think about the game tonight? I would agree with you. I mean, I, it, this is this is. I mean, I've been talking about the game first of all. I said the first half of the game put me to sleep. I'd love to see what the status is of Justin Herbert. Head coach Brandon Staley says that he is okay, and that is to be seen. Uh, when it comes down to the division, yeah, it's tough. You you just pretty much went through it. The Chargers beat the Raiders the other day. I think the score there was twenty four to nineteen. Here we have tonight, the Chargers have a whole lead early in the game against the Chiefs, and they still lose. The Denver Broncos, I don't think they're going to be going for 64 yarders every single game. Ultimately, they will go out there and try to utilize Russell Wilson to the full extent of his capabilities. It's tough. You used to look at the NFC West and say, oh, this this is tough going out there. And now with Russell out in Seattle now kind of knocked down a peg, unless you fully believe in Geno Smith, AFC West is tough. To think about it, not every team is going to go into the playoffs in the AFC West. It's tough. Kansas City certainly will. What happens after them, we'll see. 855-212-4CBS. Chris is calling from Oklahoma. JR, as usual, great show, and your analysis, spot on. Uh, it, it, this is one of those San Diego things. It's, it's kind of like saying, well, it's Cleveland. Um, also, uh, the Phillip Rivers thing, that made me chuckle. I mean, it's almost as plausible as they're going to call Drew Brees up and say, hey, we never should have traded you to New Orleans. Come back for us, and we'll give you a chance now. Uh, so, like I said, I had to chuckle on that call. Yeah, well, maybe maybe Drew Brees and Phil Rivers can do rock, paper, scissors to <laughs> fill in for Herbert if he has to miss time. There you go. Uh, like I say, your analysis just dead on. Uh, like I say, San Diego, it, they, it seems like no matter who they've got, they just – uh, you know, the football gods never smile on them or whatever. I mean, like you say, it's it's San Diego. That statement there almost says it in its, in itself. I hope Herbert comes back. Uh, unlike the caller you just had, I think, like you say, he is, uh, I think, the best quarterback they've ever had. Uh, but it's, it's San Diego. <laughs> Well, Nothing well, more can the, be you, said, really. You, I mean, you, it, you hurt you hurt a lot of feelings. You know, they were in Los Angeles now. Oh, right? I know, I know. And I mean, here I am stuck in the you know Oklahoma. We have no professional team. You're not uh, a Dallas profe- fan. Dallas, right? No, 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 no. And I'm not even a Kansas City fan. I actually happened to. Uh, uh, I'm an old guy, and I started watching football in the early '70s. And there was this team out of South Beach that just couldn't seem to be beaten, and. Unfortunately, those fish hooked me, and I've, I've been with them ever since. Oh, no. By the way, what are your thoughts on Miami this year? I mean, is Tua finally going to, you know, mature into the Alabama Tua, or is it going to continue, you know, uh, the, the Tua well, last, they, last they, year? 
they I, I think there is a chance that they can get into the playoffs. And I think I, I think what you saw this past Sunday against the New England Patriots was as great of a start that you could ask for. Uh, not even from th- there's a lot of folks on Miami who have something to prove. You know, Tyreek Hill has done a lot of talking about Tua Tongavaloa. Yeah. And so there's pressure there. And even though he's not going to feel it because he just goes where the wind takes him, there's pressure there on Tyreek Hill being away from Patrick Mahomes to help elevate this team. There's obviously pressure on Tua Tongavaloa. People have been talking about him and his hip since he entered into the NFL basically as a wounded player. Uh, there was all the times he was relieved by Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then you have a rookie head coach in Mike McDaniel. You know, Brian Flores was able to do a great job at the end of last season, kind of pulling the defense together, pulling the squad together, and going on that run. Well, now Coach McDaniel, it's his job to pull folks together. So I think it was a great start. Uh, We saw what needs to happen, and a lot of it is, hey, Tua, you got two ridiculous playmakers on on both sides of you. That's that's not even counting Gasecki. Come on, man. Throw the ball to Waddle. Let him get 50 million yards after the catch. And then do the same thing with Tyreek Hill. So I think they're in a very good position right now. And uh, I, I would not be shocked if they went ahead and went to the playoffs. Let's see if they can hold up. And, and of course, I send, you know, some prayers upstairs for, you know, maybe they'll be that dark horse team that makes it. But America, did you just hear that? This man, like I said, your analysis is so spot on. This well, is you, why I listen to you. Thank you. Uh, your humor, your analysis and on all sports, or at least uh, from what I hear, I mean, you are, you almost are an intuitive, I, I think, sir. Well, so, thank uh, you, Chris. Hats I'm off also... and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I got to get in the car and drive. So, Jr., great show. Yeah. Going to keep my ear to the radio. Get well, you thank next you, time, Chris. brother. Thank you, man. Drive safe out there. I'm also wrong, too. I'm a human being. I just try to make sense. Part of me being a human being is understanding I'll be wrong. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go ahead and, and count how many kids Phil Rivers has. He ain't coming back. He needs to watch them kids. And speaking of coming back, I mean... Hey, Shep, have you seen all these stories? Every day there's a new story about Tom Brady. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Roger Federer potentially coming back, but uh, we know he's done. Nope, yeah, Brady, he's been in the Ouch. news lately, yes. You know what? We're gonna, we've been saying this. We're going to talk about <laughs> Roger Federer tonight. The football game took over. We're going to talk about Federer. We'll talk about Tom Brady briefly. I don't want to get in this man's life, but, hell, it's there. And uh, we're going to keep on rolling. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how are you? It's great to, uh, to talk to you. You know, I listen all of the time while I'm out delivering my Uber side hustle. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Shout outs to everybody out there making them deliveries. Make sure you deliver something to me on uh, Peachtree Street. I'd love it. Yeah, there's a lot of people listening in Atlanta. Just conveniently drop something off uh, on Peachtree. Yeah, by the station. I'd appreciate that. But anyway, tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs, they take care of the Chargers 27-24. to The big news out of the game is, you know, what's up with Justin Herbert? Obvious rib or midsection injury, and he was still able to go back out there and throw a touchdown later in the game, and he had an x-ray after, and we just have to await word on what it is. Head coach Brandon Staley says, I'm not worried about it. Okay, fine. And then I had a caller who said, and I don't think he was serious. People say wild things, though. You never know. It's like, hey, what do you think about them calling Phil Rivers? I'm like, man, cut it out. It's a different regime, different coaching staff. Ain't nobody calling Phil Rivers. Either coaching a child, shoving a bottle in a kid's mouth. This man's busy. He needs to call Tom Brady and tell Tom Brady to stay home. Oh, and it really stinks, man. Every day there's a new story about Tom Brady and his his family and, you know, what's going on and, and his relationship and they're living in different homes. It's just, it's not fun. It makes me go, damn. And Tom Brady, when he came back from his, uh, 11-day vacation, he had to stand up there and go, listen, I'm 45, man. I'm dealing with a lot of you-know-what in my life. But, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't all the stories add up? This man sat around on his own podcast on Monday, and he talked about how beat up he's feeling after the game against the Cowboys. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I got bruises and I got cuts and doesn't feel the same. Yeah, you 45, bruh. What you think it's supposed to feel like? It didn't feel good when you were 25. What, what is it supposed to feel like now? Ain't no TB12 going to give you younger bones. You still get cracked the wrong way and turn to dust. It was only earlier this year that Tom Brady, yeah, we talk about Phil Rivers and his nine kids. I think Tom Brady has a three of them. Tom Brady, remember this? Earlier this year on his Let's Go podcast, he was talking about his family, and you know, even his daughter popped up in the, in the episode. Listen. You know, we can all decompress a bit. It's been six straight months of football every day consumed by, uh, you know, day in and day out football. And I think now it's just some time to spend some time with my family and spend some time with, you know, my kids. And, uh, Hello. you know. Hi, Vivi. I can't hear you. He said, hi, Vivi. Hi. Psych. He wanted to play football instead. Like, you got all these championships, and eh, what do I know? And then you got three, $375 million waiting on you in the broadcast booth. I hope the Buccaneers have a good season. I hope so. Not going to play the Cowboys every week. 855-212-4CBS. Tom is calling from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, good morning. Um, it's 
what, about one thirty where you are. I'm in Alabama. I'm on Central Time just an hour earlier. couple comments. I uh, wanted to remark about Philip Rivers. First of all, uh, the guy who called is in a dream world. Philip Rivers, I followed him throughout his career because I'm from Alabama. He is, too. He's from Athens, Alabama, North Alabama. Played at NC State. Yes, had a back. prolific college career. He now resides in Mobile. He teaches high school football coaches, rather. And yeah, he's got a bunch of kids. I think some of those are foster kids, but be that as it may, still got to raise them. Uh, however, uh, he ain't coming back anytime soon. He'll have to work the rest of his life, probably. But you know, uh, as to Justin Herbert. You know, shoot, the guy's 24 years old. He's gutsy. I mean, he's a former uh, MVP of the um, of the conference, played for Oregon. MVP also of the Rose Bowl in 2020. Yeah, we know he's um, good, yes. Yeah, the the guy's 24 years old. I mean, they got 30 years on him, okay? And I don't want to go into it, but I've had both knees replaced, back and hip surgery, Shoulder and rotator cuff surgery. What does it have to do with Justin Herbert? Everything. He's going to come back. I ran three Boston oh marathons after that and played. Oh my God! Well, well, come on, Tom. Listen, we know he is twenty-four years old, and yeah. and we hear you. You are fifty-four. That doesn't uh, change. Sixty-four. Oh, I thought you said you were thirty years older. No, my you're right. Forty. Forty. My bad. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Well, it's a slight difference. But listen, that doesn't change the fact that he still has ribs and they can still break. So, yeah, we, we, we know he's tough, but you running five and ten marathons with a cracked rib and no kneecaps. Uh, that okay, JR, that, I hate to interrupt, but I had nine broken ribs. I had a Drew Brees-type injury, two liters of blood drained. Well, hold on, Slow down, Tom. Did you run the marathon with non-broken ribs? They were still broken. When you ran a marathon? Yes. Okay. Well, though you had non-broken ribs while you ran a marathon. They were broken. They were broken. Did you have, did you have uh, both kneecaps when you ran a marathon? No, I did not. Did you have a sprained ankle when you ran a marathon? No. I'm not impressed. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Kane is in the building. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, I just want to say uh, appreciate you taking my call and uh, I love the show and always respect your opinion. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I did mention Roger Federer. Oh, you're going to hear from him before we get out of here. Trust me. Also, by the way, I want to show love. Uh, Jalen Watson is the man who went ahead and 
was able to snatch that interception off of Justin Herbert and run it back for six. This man was a seventh-round pick. Not only was he a rookie, I think a sixth-round, I don't know. Did they stop seven? Doesn't matter. Basically not drafted. He was working at a Wendy's just not too long ago in, in college. And congratulations to him. He's big time in the NFL now, at least for, for this moment. Hopefully he can continue it. Uh, he talked about his interception after the game. Listen. We knew they liked the um, their switch routes um, in the high red. So me and Justin, we worked together. Um, the ball just ended up in my chest, and I took it home. Um, it was a surreal feeling. I'm just so grateful and blessed to be in this position. And um, I didn't even know what to do when I got in the end zone. That's why everyone seemed me just standing there. But it's a um, moment I'll never forget. Good for him. I hope he has many more of them. And then also someone whose moments have basically come to a close. Roger Federer. Swiss cyborg. We called Justin Herbert a Terminator. Was he got busted in the ribs and came back to throw a touchdown, even though they still lost. Roger Federer is done at 41 years old, one of the greatest tennis players of all time, finishing his career with 20 grand slams. Too many knee surgeries. That's it. Too many. You're not 41 coming back with creaky knees. Nadal is 36. He has 22 grand slams. Djokovic is 35. He has 21. And the way these guys are playing, I don't think anybody would be shocked if they picked up a few more. His first slam, Federer's was, in 2003 at Wimbledon. And he, he just, he was dominant for a stretch. Really, multiple stretches, dominant. And so he was on the social media today, and he told everybody, I'm out. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt, and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. This is a bittersweet decision because I will miss everything the tour has given me. But at the same time, there is so much to celebrate. I consider myself one of the most fortunate people on earth. I was given a special talent to play tennis, and I did it at a level that I never imagined for much longer than I ever thought possible. I bet you Tom Brady looks at that man and goes, hey, man, I play a contact sport and I'm 45. Get your stuff together. Who knows? Serena Williams talking to Good Morning America yesterday. Serena, man, she... Well, just listen. Listen to this. I mean, you never know. I always say, I've just been saying that, you know, I think Tom Brady started a really cool trend. You know? <laughs> okay. Retire, retire, and retire again. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, and the way he did it. Like, you know, yeah, well, please, Serena, unless she's going to come back and, and play more tournaments on the way to a Grand Slam, just don't come back. Like, don't. I'd love to see Serena win another one, but don't take us through that journey again unless you're going to play more tennis consistently. 855-212-4CBS. Bob is calling from North Carolina. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, JR. How are you, sir? Excellent. Go ahead. Shoot. And I got to tell you, first-time listener, I am enjoying your show immensely. Um, I love your straightforwardness. And, uh, man, you shoot from the hip. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Well, thank you, man. Go ahead. I uh, 
wanted to call. I, I called about the, your comments versus uh, the, the football versus baseball broadcasting. And uh, I'm a baseball broadcaster. I do college and professional, and uh, it, it's tough doing it alone. It's tough trying to make the game interesting when it's not. Uh, you know, try calling a game when it's 24 to three in the seventh inning, and you've got three innings left to go. Yeah, um, you know, it's tough to make something happen that's going to hold people's attention. But the one thing that you can never do, and this is this is why I think the guy from the Yankees was a little bit corny. Um, yeah, he's been around a long time, probably made some great calls. But when you start trying to make your broadcast about you instead of the game, I, I think you're out of bounds. Okay. Well, that is that has been a fair criticism of of his for a, a long time. That Sterling makes it about him, but it's the Yankees. Like nothing is going to trump the brand of the Yankees. It's just it's not. Nobody does. The Yankees is that's it. And the best of his calls, and Shep, we talked about this man for all the corny home run calls. It's when the Yankees actually win and not just win a game like win a world series it's like he hasn't been able to say it since 2009 do we have an example of of like when the yankees win do we have one we don't have a world series but we do have a yankees win well let's hear it let's hear it ball game over yankees win the yankees win you see now on the level of yankees win you can tell the importance of the game. Like, that wasn't just a normal victory. That was, there was something important about it. And then when he actually, or if the Yankees win the World Series, or when they have, he'd give you a you know, ball game over, and World Series over, and then he'd go into the whole Yankees win thing. So, like, that I enjoy. But in particular, I hate the judgy and blast. It just, it's ridiculous. Curtis is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Curtis? Hey, what's going on, Jay? This is my first time ever calling any radio show. I appreciate you. I work overnight. I'm not at work tonight. I'm going through some things with personal things. But I just want to talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I'm a Bills fan, born and raised. I'm 56 years old, born and raised in Buffalo. But Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever to play the game. He fell into a system that, you know, just, I mean, fit him. I mean, definitely, you know. And I can tell you, the Bills lost some Super Bowls. I want to talk about the Bills also. The Bills lost some Super Bowls because of bad coaching. We got outcoached in four Super Bowls, period, point blank. You know? But the Bills come back out. I'm a constant Bills fan, always. It's, never, it's, you know. it's 30 years later. At least your team is favored this go-round. Well, yeah, but, you know, being the age I am, I can't put my heart into it no more. Oh, no. Wow. I, I wish I wish for the best. I hope. I really hope they get one. Yo, know, Jay, I'm going to keep it real. My daughter just passed away last week. I'm sorry to hear that. I, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I've been hearing this from other people and all this, you know. But it is what it is. But that that will make it special for me for the Bills to win this this year. You know, real well, talk. They're in a you they're know. in a well maybe. Listen, man, they may well, see, take I'm, you I'm, on. Yo, I, I used yes. to see the, the the Bills, the old Bills, Cornelius Best. 
I can see them in the clubs with me and, you know, they're oh. my age. <laughs> okay. You know, right. you know what I mean? They well, got out coached. They got out played mentally. Well, I, know, I think I never, I've seen. I was never a Jim Kelly fan. Well, well hold, hold on a second, Curtis. I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm, I got to get ready to. It's not even hit a break. I got to get ready to shut up in a minute. So I'm going to say this. Okay. You should, you should probably take solace that Josh Allen spends more time doing nice things for other people than I think hanging out in the club. So, hey, maybe yeah. maybe well, things well, it's, it's uh, go your way era. this year. It's a different era. I understand that. Uh, I, well, I'm going to say that. that. There's there's a lot of people hanging out in the club, Curtis. So, yeah. we'll, see, yeah. we'll see what happens. And we got a real quarterback because Jim Kelly wanted to hang in the club. You know, I'm, well, you know, I'm a Bills fan. I, I saw what was going on. I, I well, was born and raised Jim, in Buffalo. Jim, Jim Kelly has shown a lot of love to Josh for being the next guy. But, Kirk, um, I hope, for your sake, the Buffalo Bills, they take you on a great ride. I think they can, man. Enjoy the rest of the games. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. My four-hour game is done. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. We are going to go through every game, well, the ones that matter, and we're going to get you ready for another week of NFL football. If you miss me, you can always follow me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. That's at JR Sport Brief, and I'm, I'm ready to hear what happened to Herbert and his ribs. Maybe by the time I come back with you tomorrow, we'll have a full update, okay? Thank you so much to super producer and host, Dave Shepard, and thank you to you, people listening all over North America, including my friends who called me from the back room of the garden section of Home Depot. The JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. Don't move. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.